Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yo, you listening to the Oprah Rose Show with TT and Gigi, and yeah, get it poppin'. Thoughts. Everything begins with thoughts. She's a slut, she's a hoe, she's this, she's that. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. It's about people being uncomfortable with women owning their sexuality. What is the truest, highest vision that you hold for yourself? I'm a real-ass bitch, and I'm gonna get everything that I'm gonna get on my own. I know for sure. You don't get what you wish for. You get what you believe. Hi. Hi, guys. What's up? What's up? I'm TT. I'm Gigi. And I'm DD. And this is episode 222 of the Oprah Rose Show. I didn't even hear your accent when you I just know, said I know. I literally, that's why you saw oh, yeah. it. I was, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for like, oh, and I was like, did I, did I? My my when I say it's singular, I feel like my twos are very mm-hmm. strong. So they're not as strong as most people from Baltimore, but whatever. You mm-hmm. digress. Yeah, I digress. <laughs> but yeah, two two twenty two. Two two two. As it's big on big February energy. It is. It is. Yep, it definitely is. And Another angel February. number. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm in my personal year of two. What does if that you followed like numbers, right, so okay. there's like a in the in the world of like numerology, there is like energy that flows in each number one uh-huh. through nine, and I think eleven and twelve, maybe okay. or eleven something like that. But each number has its own like vibration, and there is like a a universal year or a universal number that happens with just like the energy, but then you also have your own personal year or or your own personal number that you go through. How do you so find this out? You do your birthday. You, okay. So I am 11, 12, 85. You add up 11 and then 12 and then 85. And then that's how you kind of like determine. You just have to keep going to the single yeah, number, but it. you have to keep going to a single number. Okay. Okay. Um, and then you also yeah, have to calculate know. the whatever the universal number is too. That also plays a part in your personal number. Have you oh, played the lottery with the number two? I haven't because I think it's multiple numbers. <laughs> you mean like did I just do like two, 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 two what? for all the numbers? That's a good idea. Fuck it, because when but that's you also don't even got to do a box. Because when does that if happen? You can do two, two, two straight. But when does like rate subscribe subscribe yeah. tell a friend to tell a friend um we are so excited today we are to have this is my twitter friend i have never <laughs> met him in my life um and we we were having a conversation and i actually think Didi, you recommended um Shannon underscore sense as I'm, I'm saying your whole Twitter name. Because Shannon got sense, right? Okay. <laughs> Shannon underscore sense. Try to bring the common sense to the to the Twitterverse. You know. That's the timeline. Tough job, baby. It's not chaotic. He does it. Some fights are too high. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not like a chaotic energy. No. Um, and you are a creative designer slash hyphen it. It's giving multi. It's giving. I'm sorry. Slash. Um, it's giving a multi hyphen it creative director stylist. Um. Thank you. A girl who has vision. Okay. Okay. Gotta have vision. Gotta know where you're going. A must. A must. So how did you get started styling and how did you become a multi-hyphenate? Well, my first jobs in fashion were as a designer, but it's like, it goes back further than that because it was Mm -hmm. sort of like one of those things where like in black families, sometimes they don't want you to be, to work in fashion because they have all their like sort of like preconceived notions about it. So then I learned like sort of other skills. I went to school for graphic design, different things like that. But I like, the thing that I like about like sort of like a career journey is that each thing that you learn, you bring it along with you. And it just sort of like makes your skills stronger, like what you can bring to a client. Um, so even though I didn't go the traditional route of like going to a fashion school, it's like I, n- me not going allowed me to develop sort of my own style and mm-hmm. not sort of like a teacher directed style. Okay. Mm. Um, so then you have like your own, you kind of know what you're about uh, in a different sense than other students do. Um, and I 
first went to got into design sort of like a roundabout way because I hadn't gone to design school, but I was interested in being a designer. So designer was the first thing. Mm -hmm. And I basically entered a contest that we had in New York. Um, We used to have this thing in New York called Metro Channels. And it was sort of like TV One, but you could watch fashion shows on it. And you could see like the news wow. and like okay. the weather on another channel. <laughs> okay. And every like every fashion week, you could sort of like tune into there and you could just watch the shows. Wow. So they did a contest for like undiscovered anymore? designers. And I sort of like submitted sketches and then I won the contest. Cool. Local oh, project wow. runway. Local? Right, right. So it was just like only sketches. I didn't have to make no clothes because I never sewed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew how to draw. So that's what sort of like illustration comes into play. And I just submitted some sketches and swatches and I won like $10,000 and got like uh, like a few like commercial promos mm. that were running. And then that's how I got my first job in fashion. Uh, we were like going to a, a house, a fur house to like pick a, an accessories for a shoot of a commercial shoot that they were doing um, to promote the contest. And the woman was like, oh, I think like you should come in and work two weeks and like do sketches. And I worked there for like two years. Wow. Okay. You seem to be really content with your journey, but was there ever a moment where you felt, um, I guess, inadequate because you didn't go to fashion school and get like that experience of sewing and like a teacher guided experience for um, for where you currently are now? To a certain extent, yes, but then to a certain extent, no, because... I knew that there were certain things that being in a like a white driven industry that they were going to like expect you not to know. Mm. So then I taught myself those things as sort of like references. Um, I remember there used to be uh, T Magazine, which is like the New York yeah. Times magazine. They don't have that anymore? It's still around, but oh. it okay. used to be called Fashion of the Times. Oh, okay. okay. And oh. they did a movie s- issue. And a lot of like a lot of fashion you will look at and you will say like, how did they come up with these ideas? Where are these thoughts? But the more you delve into research, the more you realize that you just haven't seen the references yet. So you will wow. think of these people as being like, oh, my God, like the way that they're thinking is on such another level. Where can they think of that? But it's because they're heavily referencing things that they've seen. Mm. So this was like a movie issue. And they basically had just asked every designer in the business, like what was their 10 fashion movies that inspired them? And back in the days when like Netflix used to send you like – Discs. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I, we remember. I remember I used to sell yeah. it at Sam Goody. Used to sell that subscription. I you used to sell the ones that came to your house. <laughs> the subscription. I was like, I used to sell that Netflix subscription. I went on the computer and I like entered every movie on that like huge list. It was like maybe like in the end like 200 something movies. And I just entered all those things in the queue and I would just get three, watch it, and then another ones would come. And then sort of, like, build, like, sort of, like, the foundation of a reference, watching, like, weird foreign films, this, that, to sort of, like, just build up. So you could never, like, sort of be in a job and someone say, oh, well, you know, sometimes... Sometimes white people in the business will say, oh, well, you know, like, give me something like, you know, like, Grey Gardens or Belle du Jour. And it's sort of like a shorthand to be like, okay, you don't know. It's a prereq to know about the fashion. But often, like, like, when they come against... I'm like, what is this? Right, but but often they'll come against... (laughs) They'll come across black creatives and it's sort of like a way of weeding you out. Because, mm. like, oh, you don't really know about that. You're just referencing, like, the black things you know. Um. And then it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, in this scene. Like, oh, you want to do this? And then they gag because, like, Got oh, so, you know that too. So you, like, did the research wow. to really, like, really figure out. So it's almost like while you didn't get the school's t- teaching Correct. in that respect, you developed your own style and, like, what that looked like on the on film as well. Correct. And then the other thing is that I also was always buying um, magazines and books. So basically at this point now, I live in like basically a library because I've just been collecting my whole life, just buying books and magazines. And it's just- Do you have any suede magazines? Collecting. I do. I've been I have... trying to find them. I looked last <laughs> night. Like I actually have an Instagram, another Instagram account called Massive Cover Up that's just my archive. Okay. And one of the oh, those are your posts, actual magazines that you that, own. Yeah, that's oh, that's mine. fine. You're not referencing the the photos. Those no, are... no, because you know what? We're in this time where everyone is sort of like an arch- archivist, like you know, like posting like things that they found on Tumblr. Right. And I love Tumblr, but they don't often know like the context when they find a photo. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. even if they find a vibe photo, like oh, this is like a dope picture from Vibe or from Suede. They don't often know the times that that picture existed in. So they don't understand, like, 
and especially not looking at the whole magazine, the climate that that imagery came out in. Mm-hmm. And if you own the whole yeah. magazine, you sort of see like, oh, I see an Echo ad, I see a this, that. And then you sort of like can more okay. shape the idea of like what climate this is coming in, you know. So owning the whole magazine, and one of the first posts was Suede. Oh my God. Um, yeah, wow. so I had like three issues I, I posted all, all at once. I want them so bad. It is, I can't find them anywhere. And being around in New York a long time, I remember going to a party for it. Um, for the magazine, it had got to be like a big deal. And I guess Time Warner had like bought them and they had this like, Big, huge, like fabulous. There was so they spent, they spent my 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 first. Well, one of my second bosses was the editor. She okay, was one of the editors there. Yeah, they and did they this big, so fabulous party to like say we're here, and then like two weeks later they were gone. Oh no! Oh. It was yeah, it was so short. I loved. I wanted to work in magazines what and happened? fashion, so I kept them. They spent so much money. Like the shoots were. Oh. I mean, and, but they were such top quality. I had printouts like in my college dorm of like certain things oh, wow. or like what I, you know, I was trying to manifest before it was a thing and it never really <laughs> came to fruition. It, but... you, t- you tiptoed what? into fashion no, for but, like, hot I, I, I wanted to be, funny enough, I wanted to be you, Mindy Francis. I'll never forget her name. And I met her in person and was like, I, I just, I'm obsessed with you. Mind you, she was only, she's like the global director at Bottega Veneta. Mm. Um, and I, that is what I wanted to do. And so I had like her on my wall, right in an essence. And then I had all my little cutouts from suede yeah. mm-hmm. and vibe and everything. And um, I don't think she don't do that no more. But yeah, and I, I did like a little quick stint and was like, I kept trying to leave music. I would go to fashion. I was like, okay. this is actually extremely boring. And it's even whiter than music. Magazines are crazy. It, it was really crazy business. Yeah. And then it was like, and I kept doing it. And I would come and go back and who knows where I'll end up next. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, an, you know, it's a long journey. I say that any creative's journey is like, you know, you're going through all different mm-hmm. things. Even when you're just doing one thing, it sort of evolves and changes. Yeah. And so designing, the, when I was designing, it was just a different climate. Like mm-hmm. for black designers, they just weren't, as accepting and even of black people in the business when you met them you know like if you're trying to get your business or trying to get funding they'd be like oh well like my cousin wants to get in fashion and like i'll give you the money if you like do it with them and it's like no i don't even know them like i don't even know what they do but now it's like i'm so happy for the black designers doing it now because they have like a different climate that their sort of work is born into yeah you know i would go to you know vogue and show like my collection you know like and meet with somebody there and they would be like like, you know, oh, well, has so-and-so seen your work or has this mm. person seen your work? It was like sort of only certain gatekeepers that you could get in through because wow. there were very few people in in black and fashion. Yeah. And then so eventually I just got tired of that and I stopped. And then um, I did a, a streetwear brand with my sister and that went really well. But we were doing it anonymously. And mm. I said I was tired of like sort of not like making my name in the business. Mm-hmm. So then I stopped that. Uh, like sort of abruptly and then I started working with Beyonce's team in like uh, creative direction and um, uh, costume design is there anything wow. you can tell us about Beyonce <laughs> right I'm like now the, my everything, ears you know, you know <laughs> you say that, but now they're really like but you know you say that in a sentence and the only thing people hear is Beyonce, Beyonce. I mean, it's great. I mean, it was great working on projects. I would say working on that, um, it just sort of like teaches you a sort of like a thing of like, okay, somebody's going to hit you up and you're going to need to like produce something like overnight. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Um, But it was really interesting. And I would say just amazing seeing her in her element, like seeing her in a rehearsal performing, you know, and you're just like looking right there, really incredible. And I know that one of the exact suits that you did was the title show. Yes. Which she did one song, I I want to say. Oh, title. It was like the suit. The one where she like ripped the earring out and was bleeding and she had the ponytail. The ponytail. But then the gold suit. Then she did another, she did all night and she had the gold suit on. And then I designed that that gold suit. That was him. Yeah, that is fire. Thank you. Wow. Wow, that pattern incredible. of that that fabric was amazing. Like yeah, that, I would want to wear that suit. Oversized. Like over a weekend. We was like wow. shopping in the garment district and was like, that's the fabric. Whipped the suit up and then they called me. It was so regal. And they were like, come see. It. And I was just like, oh my God, like she has it on like right now. Wow. Um, so that was really like an amazing moment. To, that's like, incredible. See you just make something, sketch it, make it, and then wow, she has it on. Tomorrow. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's incredible. I remember we were working on, you know, to make sure that 
we would get a lot done. We just had made like tons of costumes. Um, and a friend of mine, a designer, we like slept overnight in the Barclays Center, wow. um, like wow. working just to be <laughs> just like making like still working on something. But then the main look that we thought she wanted wearing. So it was wow, exciting. that's amazing. that's incredible. Yeah. Um, so you know, you mentioned also you know like trying to tie your name like when you had the line and like trying to tie your name to you know everybody does want that like touch point of oh well you worked with this person or that person right. do you think it's easier now cuz it's you know when you think of like all of these old designers and these streetwear brands that sometimes i feel like it's like a it's like a little flash in the pan and they'll give you the funding just to say like that we support it and then a major yeah. brand is just going to steal all the ideas from that i think it's like a a you now in the in the in the climate that people are working in now, I think that they benefit both ways. That even if someone is coming and like, because Instagram like shows everything that you're doing to everyone. Mm -hmm. Even if someone's coming and they're seeing, they're knocking you off. You're still getting so much attention that promotes you personally. You know, as the person who's designing it, you still get you know speaking engagements and appearance fees and consultancies. Like Instagram, I think just makes it so much easier to me before like you know doing a brand we would be meeting with the magazines to sort of get a website mention mm -hmm. in an article wow. you know and that was the way that you were sort of promoting yourself of like oh we're gonna get a, a write-up a blurb with at the end saying so-and-so.com yeah that was the way that like oh we're gonna promote ourselves whereas now you don't even need to do that you don't even right. have to ever meet with a magazine really you can just be promoting and building your audience online is instagram more important than magazines now oh that's a good question i think they both have a legit they both have a legitimate place instagram is great but there's nothing saying it's not filtered through anything you yeah, put it out, you find your audience, that's great. Well, I think that's why, you know, I, I'm, and I see both sides of the coin on this argument. Like, whenever a, an artist puts out something and they be wanting you to put the DP and the stylist and the photographer, yeah. Yeah. and while I get it, like, the the artist is paying for you, but not really. It's more so the company. And so I get when artists are just like, bitch, I don't want all that shit under my photo. It actually, it looks crazy. I got right. a whole paragraph of people. Right. But on the flip side... I get the the designer and the makeup artist and all these yeah, people. Yeah, because it's also how they get work as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a part of that. I always say if Rihanna could do it, you could do it. Mm. Come on okay. now. Yeah, I, I always but say that. that. But, okay, but, okay, also, I think that also begs the question. <laughs> Rihanna probably has one team. So of course she can because they they're like a family. If I'm on if I'm on a shoot for one magazine and everybody's new, it's like I, if I'm an artist, I'm sorry, I probably she don't has care a team. But if she works with a magazine, then the team is different. Because that like that stylist is doing it. Like she might bring around like a hair person or a makeup person, but there's still like other people who created that concept, different things that also like need um credit because people will assume that the people who are in her core team did that. And if they did mm. a magazine, they may not have necessarily done that. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. yeah. So I just feel like if they could do it, I mean sometimes there's artists that are like, you know, not even Popping like that, who are yeah. just like, oh, I just want to. It's put, like the audacity. I just want to put like, one word, an emoji, put, right? Or I just want to put. Oh, I'm in this magazine. Okay. And and the thing is that if it's in a magazine, a lot of times those people were unpaid. Mm. You know, because editorial doesn't really pay. pay at it, all. it helps you get the other jobs yeah, that right. do pay. So that's what I'm saying is that if it's magazines, like especially, put it up. You know, like right. if it's your music video, you don't necessarily have to put it all, although it's helpful, but you've often paid everyone. Right. And I mean, this might be a lot in this day and age where everybody's out for themselves and don't, don't care about the next person next to them, but like paying it forward, like, yeah. yes, it, it does come across as maybe, I guess, tacky for lack of a better word to have how is it tacky long thing like, underneath you know, your page all the, like, I, long, I don't mind it word, I think if anything to, like my thought behind it all is it's really helping someone else out right and to, that's and that's yeah. why I'm because saying, I'm that like, person I, that clicks on the credits I guess if yeah, you will yeah. like I'm watching the TV show and watching the credits I want to see so how I'm all of going this to those to pages life. right yeah. to see like what else has these per these people worked like, on and also you want, want somebody to do that for you right exactly these same artists would never do anything where a brand was only posting them and moving on they would it, it would be clearly saying this is featuring so and so right. in their yeah project. and I think that it, it's it's just laziness mm -hmm. that's it also I right. think it, it's just purely and, and aesthetic I think there's, there's a misconception also that like you're making all this money and that that my 
that like I said, that one month where I wanted to be a stylist, I was like, oh hell, oh no, this is not it. Not like one month. month. It was very, very short lived. Um, I was like, uh-uh. yeah, it's mostly slepping as a job. Like you it's are, you just slepping around clothes mm-hmm. and spending a huge time amount of time on email. Just in the requesting of the clothes, yeah. Just wow. emailing, like you know, for a twenty-four hour period, you know. And then when you're pulling, you know, from overseas, you're like staying up overnight, you know, like just trying to stay on the different time zones so that if people have a question or want to know what you want, that you can respond wow. in time and not waiting until you wake up to. You're not gonna get that look, sis. <laughs> you might wow. not get that look today. Right, you need to respond and then pack it and then ship it in time. It's not glamorous. It's, it's, it's one of those jobs that you all. think it's like, oh, you so fly, you're on set, yeah. and, and you get to be around all these amazing people. And it is yeah. literally the complete, complete. Like you said, you don't you invoke for three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Like editorial does not pay. And in indie wow. magazine, there's even times in which for your idea. You know, like you have creative control. So for your idea to come to fruition, you are paying for that shoot. You yourself, as a stylist, Mm -hmm. like, okay, okay, this magazine doesn't have money to, but they're going to publish my work. So then I'm going to pay for like all the shipping. Or if I want to have something custom made for the shoot, you're paying for that yourself. You know, everyone sort of comes to it. The photographer's paying for their part. And the artist is sometimes, I work with artists who wanted a specific. Their, their particular team and they've flown them cross country on their dime to make sure that like everybody's coming together in that way. Wow. But yeah, it's definitely, th- and that's why you do it because it's a trade-off. You do the, you do the styling jobs in the magazines so that you are in front of the eyes for the ad companies mm-hmm. or for the commercial jobs, which give you a ton of money for doing not as much. What's an example Always. of a commercial job? Like, Oh, you like, like if you see a Gap campaign, yeah, and it's just really like a T-shirt and a jeans, they're hiring like the highest ah. stylist, like the highest of level that stylist. they already have and created, right? right. And they already like... have the clothes, and they just want to make sure that you're just gonna arrange it in this chic way. But they're Got hiring it. for that job, like one of the most high biggest stylists in the business to do that very simple ad, wow. and they're getting a lot of money for that. It gets easier the higher you go up. So right. they say, yeah, you I know, more assistance, but you know. Like Lorianne says, there's always a new kitten ready to lick that milk. So it's it's it a blood sport. It's it a new kitten ready to lick that milk. I mean, it's but a I didn't, sport. It's not easy. Yeah, and I didn't even know to almost look at a magazine as every page is an ad. Yeah, I know. Like, and hearing you describe that, like, essentially, if I'm not getting paid to creative direct this shoot, and I'm here, and but my name is there, it's just an advertisement at that right. point. Right, and then a lot of times, a lot of magazines are doing shoots that are just like a long form advertisement, like all the credits are just one brand saying you could do a shoot with us and then we're going to just provide you just our clothes and mm-hmm. we're going to pay you like, we're going to subsidize that shoot. Mm-hmm. So it's just more and more like advertising, you Come know, on behind the scenes. Right. You know, it's, you know, how the sausage is made. Yeah. It's not pretty, but you know, people uh-huh. come into it and they see like, Oh, people doing shoots and this is exciting, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of schlepping and you just got to be, you know, emailing, carrying clothes, you know, dealing with wow. a lot of stress to have that one moment of seeing your creativity come to life. And the same with designing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm but good. what a moment. I'm yeah. right. But I always tell people with fashion is that if you feel like on your deathbed, you will feel like, I regret that I never pursued this course. If you don't feel like that, if you feel like I could do other things in life to be happy and I'll be fine. I'll just go buy the magazine or watch a fashion show and then enjoy do that it. Shit. Then do that. <laughs> if you feel like there's something else that you can make it through that. life with, I go feel do like that. I about entertainment in general. Like, I yeah. really just want to be like a bank manager <laughs> and I want to be Tasha from Insecure. And just live a simple and life. Just, and just. Actually, no. I mean, no, not simple. But um, I'm I, like, yes, not totally yes, simple. But yes, like just be like. I don't, but then I probably wouldn't be able to do all that. So. But I think it's sometimes having a simple life, yeah, right? But with fabulous friends, and then yeah. you can, then they will bring you along in the you cute can figure moment. Figure out a way to bob and, then, and weave yourself right, into it. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm going to be at the cute moment on the weekend or after work. But like my job during the day is just regular, chill, nine to five. I get my money. I go home. Who is your fashion girl? Then let's say you are you are the bank manager, and you're finding it's a, someone on IG like an artist or whatever. Who is your person that you're weaving in and out of? To be like... And they have to be well-dressed. Hmm. 
There's a um I have a friend Amanda, um, London girl in NYC. She's like oh, a yeah, great follow like, her. Um, we love you know, her. Like, on she's not Oprah bringing Rose. me along or whatever. Um, but she's a girl that I know. Like she's gonna show up dressed to the nines. Yeah, to the every 11th. time. If she's coming every time. out to that. She's coming proper. Yeah, everybody has their Is like. She rich? Their. <laughs> I, I know nobody's personal finance. Look, I'm like, because I'm like, this is girl, pieces. She, I'm, I'm assuming like that she's getting them gifted, though. Hey, probably. No, I mean, I'm I mean, just in her some pockets. Of them. But this know, is me being. I know that the truth is a compliment. The truth is, people are. You know, of course, you're getting gifts, but you are buying your clothes. Yeah. Wow. You know, like, there's a lot of people that, you know, like, they don't got no clothes. They only got shoes, you know, because it's like you get gifted less of that. Mm-hmm. So they, like, you know, they get a lot of free clothes, but they have to send that outfit back. Yeah. But if you're really trying to build a wardrobe and you really love clothes, you are buying clothes. Mm, you know who buying okay. clothes? Monica. Monica. <laughs> yeah, Monica she's buys for sure clothes. Buying she for sure buys buying. clothes. You know who yeah. ain't buying clothes? Carisha. <laughs> that bitch has a Poshmark. And that, is my, yeah. that was my side hustle. It's fucking Poshmark. You know, I always say it depends not, on what you love. Sometimes you don't love clothes that much. You just want to look nice when you go out. She getting a nigga to right. buy for and then right. she right. get the money back. I said, Carisha. the outfit on Instagram. I'm not bad at it. I said, Carisha is it. such a bird. I don't need it no more. Yeah, she yeah. is just like, I got my I picture. And I'm still going to sell it. Absolutely. I got my picture in it. No, I love the girls who buy their clothes and like truly love clothes. Yeah. You know, like you know that you kind of could tell the people That's who are just. That's also Dorit from Real Housewives. She buys her Clothes. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she definitely buys her clothes. Yeah. Totally I wish she would buy less stuff. of just the same brand. The same. Like yeah. it would just show like <laughs> what she likes, what she's about. Right. Like, you don't like her in the full is. Louis Vuitton look? I just think if it's one time, okay. But it's she, all she the time. She repeats every every, actually, every time she films. A season. <laughs> yeah. like one Not season she wears Versace all the se- whole season. Yes. Then one season she wears Vuitton the I whole did not season. Even realize yeah. And I'm just like, can you mix it up? Like, can you go to more than one store? <laughs> no, just this year. Oh my god! No, we'll see Balenciaga yeah, next most, season. The, the most recent season, it was a lot of Dior. Right, she just goes to like you just see like Dior logo outfits over and over again. I'm like, and it's like logo. It's like yeah. always logo. Like mix it up, have some things. You know, like I like to see if I don't even know that it was you yeah. know right. Chanel. Yeah, right. buy some vintage, buy some new things, mix it up. Let me know what your personal style is. Mm. I mean, I don't think she has one, but that that's my favorite. Like. Back to the IG, the the IG fashionistas, yeah, because I like have a few. I mean, we can't really consider Ashatira or whatever, but oh, you know, I love she her. continues. I love how she dressed. I love, I mean, personal style. Yeah, like yeah, when she puts on something, I know it's for her. Yeah, kind of thing. Nobody else would want. Like it. no, I mean, uh-huh. some people would want it. TT, right. but, but but she makes clothes look so good. Though. Yeah, she, she makes clothes like she's also her body though. Yeah, yeah, certain builds are just like it's gonna fall easy. Right. Yeah, and you can put on most things. Like the more that's why I sometimes with clients, the more you sort of like curate a body that is like just insane naked, mm. the harder that it will be for you to be dressed. Wow, because the. You the clothes are just not made for those proportions. Like, would you wear a bathing suit and everybody's like, bam, bam, bam? Wow, you killing it! It looks amazing. But then when you then when you actually have to get dressed, then you are only like limited to stretch items. Mm. Come on, designer. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I feel like the BBL community can only wear <laughs> legging shit. That's, that's it. Just, that's you it. Like, that that waist yeah. yeah. ratio doesn't exist in real life. It does not. Yes. I saw like a pair. It's like I, I'm not, I gotta, don't have no huge ass, and like I can't. It's hard for me to find like certain jeans. So I guess I was on this girl's page who had who had like made Levi's, but they look like them little Oshkosh bagashes when you were fucking bathing. Yes, mm-hmm. where and you gotta pull the strap. Yeah, I was like, I'm not wearing that. That. But you got some jeans, right? Hell, not though. They don't look cute. No, yeah. they literally look like a baby. They don't look and the cute. pockets look weird, and they take it out it's all the little. It's just all yeah. weird. It's like all the details mm. are like smashed. It's like it's all weird. Zara jeans. That's why they're actually my favorite. <laughs> People shoes. love Zara jeans. I do too. Yeah. The they stretch are my, is really good. Jeans. Like it's. I. Well, the thing I like about their items that they, if you buy like a basic like that, is that it has the stretch, but it doesn't look like a jegging. Mm. Yeah, right. Because even like, the men's jeans have stretch. Yeah, look like. stretch, and you can live in it Actually, and yeah, enjoy. Them. But, like Charlotte yeah. Russe, like jeggings. Like there's limits. I mean, like I, I'm a believer in high low existence in all for things. For sure. Like okay, I wear my couture and I go get some McDonald's French fries. Yeah, like Absolutely. I like everything. Like what's the best of everything? Like okay, McDonald's French fries anything is amazing. Life's about amazing. Balance. Right, and then I want the best clothes and. 
mix it all together. So I believe in sort of going to every store because everything doesn't need to be expensive. And yeah. I think that it's almost like eating a meal that's like caviar, foie gras, this, that. It just gets like too much. Gras. And you need a little bit to like balance things out so mm-hmm. that you can like take it. Sometimes you need to knock an item down. Like, okay, just knock it down with like a more casual pant that you bought inexpensively, but mm-hmm. then put like a really luxe top or coat over it. So it's like a juxtaposition. Well, you know, that know. is Didi's whole mission. He's that sustainable pop. Everything over here. that I wear with someone has worn it before. Really? Because there's just no so much no new clothes. Wow. And how long has it been? Two years now? A year? Like a year. Okay. Well, less, a little less than a year. I'd say almost a year. It'll be a year in, I'd say, September. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I love vintage shopping. Like six, it's really months. good. Yeah. Especially, in a, especially for men in like Los Angeles. Mm. Like there's so many good really items crazy. because, <laughs> Look, no offense, like... nobody dresses. So, no, so they, the items, oh, I'm not so the fire no, no, items I, are sitting there less, waiting actually. for you to get. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, okay, so, yeah. Often I see things and I'm like, this would never be sitting on the rack. That's in where New I found, York. I found yeah. Fubu in LA. Like, mm-hmm. two, I bought two jerseys. I haven't thrifted there since I've lived there, and I'm like, man, I should probably actually see what I could find. The and flea now markets, you the stores, this, every like time really I find amazing them. things. People don't really dress up. No, you know, they don't at all. They're in their car. There's no like people dress up in New York because there's street. Action. It's street action. And you're you gotta be, be walking down the street from yeah. the moment the you leave your house right. to right. the moment you come back in Even if you're in an Uber, there yeah. might be a little bit that you gotta walk along the street yeah. and you wanna look fly. But in LA, yeah. it doesn't really have that. So people don't really get dipped. Like nah. That. Yeah. It's so very the items are culture. in the store. Well, that's good to know. Next you time know I go there, you know, Definitely. half the suitcase. You but I think it, I mean, off. obviously, you know, we've, we've talked about your sustainable fashions, but like I was reading. Ooh, now we talked about it too much. Huh? No, no, no. I said we've talked about it before. <laughs> <laughs> now just give it. All right, bitch. We don't talked about it. No, no I'm, 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 I know. I'm messing. <laughs> but it was like Sheen and all those, you know, like yes. all those companies, like everybody is raising their prices. Because I think like literally Sheen is making like billions of dollars. And I was like, what? I, I see it all the time on IG Sheen, like just like advertising. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know people were really buying that stuff. I, oh, nice TikTok yes. videos really show it when the girls are like, when they take what they she, get, yep. hat Sheen, dress Sheen, yep. coat Sheen, that, shoe wow. Sheen. Yes, like they, they are, they're buying the entire look from yes, Sheen. They are. Is it That's Sheen? Exactly. Look, I'm like, is it Sheen? Wait, is it Sheen? I'm not sure. I'm I, the other day I was thinking about it. Please turn it. Please turn it to a luxury brand. We are like Sheen. The other day I was thinking to myself, I was like, is it like a thing where like we're making it she uh sheen like to be chic? But is it but is it she in like she's she in would be I thought the she in flex bombs she in? Wow. She's in a look. It's called after she. It's called my cousin gave me one for my birthday, right? I went on there. Gave and I was you like, what? what like, the like, fuck? A she in. Gift card? Like gift card. I don't know what it <laughs> is. I'm just saying. She in, and it was cool. I, I, I still got a gift card. I'll please trust and believe I'm going to use it. I'm not a virtual gift it's card. It's worth your time. But they have fucking um, like kitchen utensils. I was Uh-oh. like, what in the hell? I do be. I felt a little bad after I bought. I did buy one. One dress and I was like, oh my God, like what five year old had to put this bag, put this dress in the bag, ship it to me. Like, <laughs> that was it. That was the first place my mind to went to. What child labor? Do you is know what was fucking, happening? Did you know it was a fucking sweatshop? Yeah. But all the sweatshop but activity. All those clothes at the end are going to the ocean anyway. So that's right. like so the that's ocean, the land, that feels little, something. That little six year old better pack up whatever my little kitchen utensils, my new ones. I, just, I heard you could buy like tires off of there. Oh wow, now I didn't know even that. Even more confused no. that it's called from fast fashion. I believe in you buying disposable basics from fast fashion because again. Oh, yeah. I wear this tank top a few times. Out of here. Yeah. Like I always say, summer clothes, more fast fashion, less designer. Absolutely. Because the sure. season, it looks crazy. Those items that you wear in the summer, summer you really destroys clothes. clothes. You do yeah. every summer. You look at those every things. Summer. You're like, this looks so dingy. Yeah. I always believe wow, in no designer white. I never thought like no about white that. items in designer price points because okay. it 
it oxidizes in the next season, <gasps> it'll be like yellowy. Yeah, it you know, is very never true. Like that That's white very again. true. Yeah, um, unless you so package like, it. <laughs> yeah. Like I literally like looked at something just two days ago yeah. because I was like looking on my summer side and there was this shirt that I like love and literally the collar is turning yellow. I'm like, mm. why is it turning yellow? It was not yellow when I packed it. Yeah, it's it. never that like bright white yeah. fresh like piece that you bought anymore. So like I always b- believe in like designer items that you want to have. Like I never believe in like bright white yeah. unless it's made out of polyester and then it'll stay white. Mm-hmm. The more you know, right? Because it's synthetic fibers, it won't turn. Yeah. Y'all know I'm so gagging on the name wow. of that store being called Shein. Like, I, I, <laughs> she I, I just know everybody dressed like Euphoria. I feel like all the, everything looked like fucking Euphoria. I'm like, where are them damn girls going in their little um, like polyester outfits? I think now I'm like, I'm like, high school must be so different nowadays right. because you could really buy a look for cheap. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, but back then, like, oh, it was only certain stores, like. I mean, I remember going to school, and that was like pre-Zara, pre-H&M. Mm-hmm. Same. And you were just yeah, like, same. okay. Rave, like, 579. I remember girls, right? would, you know, go in those, in, in those stores. Ruth? What's the other one? What's the, um, Joyce Leslie. That was a New York thing. So when oh, I came yeah. here, y'all, that one. It's yeah. like I'm from Middle yeah. America, child. Come on, Rainbow. We didn't have shit. Joyce Leslie yeah. had, like, the style. Oh, okay. Like, if you wanted, to, like, the oh, look of the Oh, she was the, the girl. Time. She was she in. Yes, like oh, that was the store equivalent. Like you had Rainbow, but Joyce Leslie was more like in the style. Okay. And then for a moment in New York, we had this store called Bang Bang, and that was like like if you were going out at night, mm-hmm. they had the look. Like okay. period, you could buy it there. But still nowadays, people can buy like the full look that looks like the actual look from ASOS from yeah. so yeah. many. Oh, I people, lo- used to love me some you know, ASOS. Like, it's so much easier, I think, <laughs> Before for you people. Became look sustainable. You did duty. love you. I, some used, ASOS. I mean, so you don't miss new clothes at all. To your point, though, the only right, time right. that's a great thing. Like, it is. A, tag. I still pop tags, but <laughs> like, it's just from a, it's just from Goodwill. I pop a tag and we put it in the wash machine. Right, yeah. I would say you're actually wasting water because you have to pre-wash everything. But they wash buy. it. I'm just doing a second wash, so I am wasting the I water. Would say, I guess I know you're not. They they well, water is recyclable because we clean it. Hold on, Trader. Why am I saying Trader? Goodwill's supposed to wash their clothes before they put them out. They're Wash supposed it where? to. I don't know. I don't know how big. They lying. I don't know how big behind they the scenes is at Goodwill. I was like, they are. Li- Goodwill ain't wash a goddamn thing. Not a Look, goddamn I don't thing. work there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the back with He's the di- like, with the with opening up. Like, <laughs> so what do you do with your items after you take them back to the Goodwill? Yes. Yeah. Them. Yeah. So I actually need to go through my closet now. I've been saying it for weeks, but I just that stacks up too. You're buying clothes. You're for recycling. Like, right. I'm just you know it's a full cycle. You know you give and you get. I'm not. I'm not going to keep taking. I'm also going to give as well. Okay. Yeah. So there's a bit of a cycle. But to your point, though, that I was getting to, that the the hard time is summer. It's so hard to do sustainable in the summertime just because the styles completely change. Like stuff mm-hmm. that I wore two summers ago, I can't wear now. And that just right. doesn't make sense. Like I feel like yeah. summer, the fashion changes much Obviously, faster. Obviously, buying sustainable. If it's possible, like I even like in LA, I go to like the flea markets mm-hmm. um, oh, and look and I'll find do things. flea markets. But... Um, yeah, they have really amazing things, especially in LA. Okay. Um, but also, what like, are you doing? Is downtown LA? You can go to Fairfax. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different ones. Oh, Fairfax does have a lot of good thrift. But I can't really tell. Those. Okay. But I heard that. I'll highlight you later. But I would say when you get the items, Sometimes converting them to be the style is sometimes helpful. Mm. You know, like, oh, you get a shirt and it's like, you know, maybe a little bit too long. Like, you know, maybe like early 2000s, you know. And if you like, oh, crop it, then it's suddenly mm. like a Bottega item, you know. Wow. So you can like make a little adjustments to the vintage thing. To, to make it your fresh. own. You put a little $10 into your, you know, whatever tailor you trust. And you can like update an item. Okay. You know, have your make little it look crop fresher. tops. Right. Yeah. I do want to do a little crop top summer. So not yeah. crop, but like right at the waist. Right at the waistline. Yeah, waistline. just at the waist. Yeah. You can just cut that. Yeah. Yeah, that's but literally. That's the, but right the, when you go take it to Taylor, they're going to ham it properly. Right. Yeah. So it's not, it's not going to look like you were just at home. Like, we're about to go fun. out. Let me, let me hook this up. Yeah. It looks like you bought it that way. No, I've done that before too. And I just got that little, you know, stuff that you iron and then make the little instant glue. Yeah, instant seam. Yeah, Party, you could get caught out there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had done pants like that, like my like uniform pants as like a kid, and you put that little seam up there and just iron like, it, and, and iron then like just hold it up, like 
that one going a little bit too put, far. Put on up. a little bit of All starch. Right. I don't think don't nobody. I don't even iron anymore. Let like, I iron to that. You know what's different? I never really used that growing up because my family, everybody sewed. Like mm. my mother sewed, my grandmother sewed. So wow. it would be like, oh, we doing this? Can you have this pant? Thanks. So that this was my my That's grandmother by like that was her. She made my my like prom dresses everything. She was trying to teach me. And it's actually my biggest regret that I did not learn how to sew. Like you know, it's I a could stitch skill. a little, a tiny little thing, but mm-hmm. like. That I didn't learn from her because I, I would be like trying to tie them up. Let's say it's like the day of, and you like, I gotta go right now. I'm like, if right. I would have learned how to do this, I wouldn't be taping up my shit with an iron. Right Especially now. for women's like clothes, you could be making a freakum dress skill. in a few it minutes. Is. Yeah. Right. It, is a, it really is it's a just lost skill of like yeah. no one's a seam. I, I told you my no. she was making my Addy doll dresses because they were yeah. fifty dollars for them damn dresses. Mm-hmm. So and I remember Addy had a whole closet full of shit. I like actually learned how to use a sewing machine in middle school. Like we still had home. Economics yes. class. Yes. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, to thread take it. Yes, we had to learn you know, how to thread a machine. Thread the bobbin. Yes, yeah. And to yeah. your point, that to this day, that is why I still know how to stitch because that was the skill that remained. But cannot I can't use a we're sewing losing machine, recipes. Even I like we're losing, we're losing recipes. We're losing the damn recipes. Yes. Like I cannot think of one. I I can think of a bunch of eyelash texts, but I cannot <laughs> think of one seamstress. People don't want to learn skills. Oh, yeah. They like you know, and even the people who are just like on Instagram, like oh, I'm making jackets, I'm making jeans. They're not cutting it right. They're not finishing mm. it right because they never got like that proper training. They have like an innate ideas and taste and style that that's their own but they sometimes need a little bit more training to like finish things properly fit things properly so definitely we are losing lots of recipes yeah mm. they we're not making tina knows no more <laughs> no um, and, and so, shit, before that it was uh michael jackson and mama who oh, i who knew? Yeah, had no idea who she knew? was making their fucking clothes it was very it, it was right like a similar sentence. dynamic you had nine yeah. kids you weren't buying all them clothes yeah, you no. was making them fucking clothes mm-hmm. They going on stage. Yeah. You gotta get an outfit. What a, yeah. uh, it was a beautiful documentary. While I do feel like the Janet Jackson documentary was beautiful, there's a lot of commercials and a lot of skipping over <laughs> I, I things. I wasn't trying lot, to go there, a but lot I was get missing. it. Oh, yeah, was a lot of, um, well, they oh, had yeah. to pay for the documentary, oh, yeah. babe. <laughs> they had to pay for the documentary. <laughs> they said, "While I got your attention, there are some bills we need to pay." This episode of the Oprah Rose Show has been brought to you by Walmart. Where being black and unlimited is a celebration of being whatever we want to be. For me, being black and unlimited means exploring all of my passions without barriers and restrictions. And being a mom reminds me that I have to be efficient with my time. So having Walmart as a resource to access all of my needs, whether I'm picking up a new hobby or engaging with an old one, grabbing all of the hair products I need for wash day at the same time, or simply grocery shopping. I know I'm in good hands. This Black History Month, be sure to celebrate all that you are. Celebrate being Black and unlimited, but be sure to do it with Walmart. Now, let's get back to the show. We got I, love it, I love it to death, but there was a lot to, missing. She still needs like a whole other documentary. We had to pay for Renee I, to get the footage from Renee. Yeah. Did no, she, we, we really do need a whole other documentary. Yeah. There was so much stuff that, like, we didn't get into... The we didn't get into the velvet rope. We didn't. Um, which I, I to me that's like one of oh, but that was glossed like, over. Yeah. While I enjoyed it, I felt that the problem with the documentary is that it centered too much on how men in her life affected her life, yeah. as opposed oh, it was to all about her man. creativity and like all those I didn't achievements even that think she about achieved. That. Yeah. But it was all about like okay, let's go from one mess to the next. Like, yeah. mass, 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 It did mass. show me that. I was like, I don't yeah. give a damn how much money you have, how much fame you have. I was like, bitches is dumb. And we, you could just continuously be in the same whatever. Yeah. And obviously it wasn't her fault. Those are Right, that's just life, yeah. you know. But I was like, you're not above it of, like, yeah, falling no. in no. and out of love. Mm-hmm. No matter you're who still you human. Are. Yeah. yeah. And you meet people that either sometimes care for you and sometimes don't. And you don't know until it's often too late. Yeah. You know, because sometimes people are good at deceiving. So you feel like Janet is a fashion icon? Yes. You said it so quick, yeah. and I know why you did. Just yes. because you also like, she also was doing a um, auction recently of her old like tour and video footage. I bought the catalog, and you bought the catalog. Oh, the- you did really? I saw. Yeah. So I, I saw the little. You can still buy little, it. Actually, uh, it's pretty amazing. Like if you are st- if you love Janet Jackson, it's like a box. Oh. It has like three books, and it's literally like I was always I, when I was looking at it, I was like, "Well, what she have left?" 
Wow. Because like, she said she kept some pieces, but it's like, what did you is keep? in there. Like, everything yeah. that you remember, every costume, her personal wow. clothes, furniture, Because I saw she everything. put um, a lot of her t- old tour merchandise on mm-hmm. the real real. Yeah, I saw that. $500 for a really? fucking velvet rope tour t-shirt bitch 475 i had to close out of that link so i was like all right girl I the original the real, real, there yeah. was one i thought of and i was like i would have thought about it i thought about it and i looked at it was a very quick and i can't i know but not for a t-shirt 475 it was like something but 275 there was one 275 i was thinking about it but i was like this is a like people who like make stuff like this is a gilding tea yeah like this is like tortis back then which is on a raggedy raggedy t-shirt right um so it might not even fit the same, but I'm thinking, yeah. Um, so I was just like, "No, nah, I'm good." But I was, it was amazing to see. You know? I, I thought yeah. it was still dope that she a had some to still put out to right. sell, and that was kind of cool that, like, that she book, made it accessible. Tour jackets, to us. like everything, wow. like she had so many things that she kept and held on to. Even the jewelry from a lot of the looks were also part of that auction. Iconic. Yeah. The books amazing. that you bought were like, it was just like a beautiful presentation. Like you yeah, open the box you open and the it's box, like, like a video. Plays, yeah, it's a video it's a that play. Yeah. I, I remember you did it on um, your IG stories. Yeah, Speaking of your IG stories, I love when you do the, for artists, when you give them their flowers in terms of like how they grow with fashion. And so on this show, we love Monet Tejada and all my Tejadas. So you did one recently for Mary and Mary J. Blige for her birthday. Love her. And I look at you almost like as, like you said, an archivist, because what you do online is like you remind the girls of like where these references are from. And to your point, like the timing of like when these looks happen and what was going on right. during that. Wow. So well, on, also because people like Mary, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go, go you, ahead. Like she's never gotten her flowers as like a beauty icon. I like, agree. Like when she would do something. All the girls in the hood was like noted, and they went took that picture. Yeah. And, right, and because they don't identify hood fashion as something that's like mm-hmm. reputable, right. but mm-hmm. but will steal from it. Yes, to inspire additional like you know Maison fashion. At least, and I'm not like a fashion girl, but that at least seems to be what I at least it how I. Oh, that is very yeah, very obvious. how I receive it. Because Mary really is that girl, and she yeah. does like when it comes to like flowers. like she has her look that like that's her look, but. When it comes to like hair and beauty trends, yeah. like she was leading the girl. Yeah, I've, yes. I've taken a picture in that common come close and was like, I know my hair cut just like this. Yeah. Like, come on, come flip. close. Yeah. 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 Like, and she remember she had the little, she had the off the shoulder mm-hmm. red, like tracks. The little, little wisp with the little. Yeah, with the little. little, 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 little yeah. Yeah. She was wearing yeah. Bottega Veneta sunglasses in the. 911 video with Wyclef and I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Bottega. Mary, yeah, Mary was always like, she been always that. flying. She's she been, been that. that girl. It was yes. like what 2000. Yeah, like, we talked about Misa. I think last episode. Like, yeah, we we got to. When get you Misa, watch Family like, Affair and you look at those looks, she's a risk taker. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, I want a bob, and it's going to be all different lengths. <laughs> right. That hair it's was a mess. Black yeah, and white. Right. But like, you, you know it when you see it. You know yeah. it when you see it, and that's what the, you have to be as an artist. You have to be a. You have to be confident enough to like look a little crazy sometimes because that's how you cut through the clutter. Like the people who don't step out and like make a statement who are just like, oh, I just want to look pretty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They are never remembered as a look because they just look nice and you know them, you know, like where's Mariah? Like it would be rare for her to somebody to wear something that you would, they would walk through this door and you would say, you look like Mariah right now. Yeah, there's not one outfit. Yeah. Like, that, 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 like, they were Mariah, very so. conscious about her image right. coming out. She yeah, was like very we're going to stamp out this moment. We're yeah. going to make this statement. And it's different from what we were making last year. Right. We're doing this now. We're on this now. And it helps you cut through the clutter because there's so many artists making statements, but it allows you to stand out separately. Mm-hmm. Who else do you think stands out now? Now? Um, I think that... I think that Summer Walker is interesting. I feel like she's still refining. Yeah, mm, that what is interesting. Is. Um, <laughs> for I mean, for I where like, you went first, yeah. Yeah, I was like, right. so Summer, you like her new haircut? I don't, think, I don't think that she's at her final like form of like which she's going to be because I feel like she's trying to break through certain things that like have been like foisted upon her. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you're yes. like a black woman this time. Okay, let me get the like Atlanta look. Let me get the yeah. wigs, you know, with the baby hair. But I think that she's more and more leaning on like what she likes, whatever, however weird that may be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before that, she wasn't even that. She was right. just like, I don't even know that she really had an identified right. look. 
I feel like she you needs know? to push it a little bit more. Kind of, yeah. Like and have and and meet with people who can take. Oh, this is what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. and refine that. Yeah. I still think that that's needed, but I think that she's at least on her way to like making. Statements. I'm not mad at it. I don't. I don't like her haircut per se. Meaning, yeah. like, I don't like it because I. I don't like it from the sense that I would ever get right. it. Mm. But I like that she is getting something that she wants. And right. she is yeah. an artist. Seems a bit rebellious. She's not but I'm restrictive. To, she don't got to clock in at work. She don't right. got to go to McDonald's and have to justify or, you know, whatever. There's job. no one that can tell her, like, like no, you, can't you can't come in here like this. Like this. She's like, no, I, I fucking sing, I write, I and arrange really music, put that, I put she, tattoos on my face, I'm going to be an, an artist. That's why I want a tattoo on my face so bad, but I just can't do it. Because so when Summer artist. Walker um, put out <laughs> the, you are not putting no damn tattoo on your face. I can't even. I can do it. For two weeks and, and see what it looks like. Okay. Where, <laughs> yeah, where would it be? <laughs> We can move on. No, I want to hear this. No. Okay, we, can, we can have I, it over So I've, I've envisioned having a tattoo above my eyebrow on the side of my... Um, oh, you kill. Look, I'm like, <laughs> right. This is Or on bed, the though. side, right I'll here where my sideburn is. I promise you can't ever see it. Yeah. But you, that was my... I like that, though. Okay. But I'm a, that's like when I turn 40 and it's like, oh, bitch, what you going through? <laughs> okay. I think we're living in a different time, though, that's a little bit weird and that pe- not so many people are like carving out their image because yeah. everyone is doing the same thing. Because we're all on we're social just, media yeah. and we all everybody everybody looks looking the same. at what each other's everybody doing. Everybody dresses exactly. We all dress exactly alike. I'm so tired yeah. of it. Everybody's doing the same thing. And then and then we're in this weird thing where I think it's a, a little bit more time has to pass. But if you think of like like even in R and B, like the girls who are like bubbling up who people are like, you know, like the Ari Lennox and yeah. you know, SZA who I love, you know, there's a like a big chasm between them and then like Rihanna and Beyonce. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like super far. It's not like, oh, like they're here and then there's these girls and there's these girls. It's like it's everybody's just, yeah. down there and then yeah. there's like these two right. up here. And I just think it's like because of the time. Capitalism and music. Every, everybody's not like everybody's not carving out their like image right. singularly to right. like make those moves that will like get them closer to that. And they're, and they're also completely different artists. You know, I think, right. you know, those, the artists of now, like, have, or I would hope, have way more autonomy than they do. This, perf- this picture, which is why, you know, Rihanna, you know, the whole good girl gone bad and all that. Like, there's still this mm-hmm. image that yeah. they up- have to uphold. And, mm-hmm. like, the, yeah, the new girls are not, I mean, you know, SZA went and got her little body done, which I think looks amazing. She looks amazing. It looks mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. send the doctor, sis. Like, send it on over. Please. But, like, you know, how I feel like she started out and was, like, very insecure. And like yeah. dressed in all the oversized, like damn near yeah. skater clothes. I feel like right. it's kind of still there, though. I feel like, like she a has bit, a little but it's like bit way of a more thing. Refined. Yeah. And I feel but like, and still... she's still sexier. Like yeah. she wasn't wearing, yeah. you know, some of that other stuff of like the the a trained pole dancer. The, you said what? A trained pole dancer. A trained pole dancer. Mm-hmm. Like the body. Is but if just... you think about pole dancing, it's like how many girls are also doing it? Right. You know, you have yeah. twigs. You have, you know. um you know, you know that Cardi and Summer both worked in strip clubs, so you know right. they also know how, how to, to do it as yeah. well. So it's just like there's not enough differentiation between the people. Of like, I only do this and I don't do that. Right. But then that also says for the amount of people, I think that's the other part too. What do you mean? Where it's like before, let's say if Janet wanted to do a little pole dancing, it would have just been Janet. Maybe Madonna would have copied it too. But it wasn't so many other girls where that could have been a common denominator around. Performing but there on was the pole. other girls in the game, but they they had also carved out their own individual. So they were like up here, and then there was like other girls down mm-hmm. below who were doing their thing. But the way without Instagram, without the internet, mm-hmm. you don't really know what the other, other girls are doing. doing. You're just yeah. working with your team, carving yeah. your thing, and you don't mm-hmm. see it until they put 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 it out. So I think that's a lot of for things. Your next project, mm-hmm. but if you're all working at the same time coming out, you have no choice but to do your own thing. Got That's it. very true. Because we, we need way more individuality. We right. lost yeah. the recipes. Like we knew who Brandy was, and we knew who Monica was, and they were not the same person at all. We knew who Aaliyah was. They were the same, were, like yeah. the years of each other, but they were totally different girls. Yeah. Right. Very true. And we liked them all for like oh, right. when from I want to see like this. But if there were to your point, yeah, if it was social media and they got to see what each other were doing in that creative process, they kind of would have been a bit more similar. It would have merged them. I'm gonna hire them next week. Right. And then you just get the same thing 
How do people manage without Instagram, though? Like, not manage, but in, it's so much easier to know who people are, to your point of the hairstylist, the makeup stylist, to a be able to just find them. community of people, like, right. you know, saying, okay. Yeah, it's like getting yeah. back to people talking. You know how so, so many times you just talk to people through Instagram, you think they're good. Or, you know, you as opposed to be like, no, how really are you? Right. Like, mm-hmm. just that simple, like, we, we, I, this episode is called Losing Recipes because we really are. <laughs> like, we are. Really you don't even yes. pick up the phone. It's something, it's something like, I'm going to call you because, right, again, the artist community is so small. I'm like, my people are going to get in touch with your people on some right. Hollywood shit. Just yeah. overall, as a, as a concept, Losing Recipes is the fact of what it is because unless those people are training somebody under them, like having like a protege that they're teaching all the little things, when they die, so does all their expertise with them. Like it's just a dead end. You know, unless they left, left books of recipes, yeah. you know, for people to go back and check it out, it's, yeah. it's a dead end. Wow. What they accumulate. Yeah. I know because I mean, you think of like all the unfortunate unfortunate passings and it's like who who is the next you know, whether it's designer, you know, big creative influence. And I, I don't, you know, obviously time will tell what, what that is going to be. But, yeah. you yeah. know. There's some young designers that are, like, really interesting. You know, Telfar is not really, like, exactly like a young designer because he's been in it over 10 years. But in addition to, like, the the popularity of his bags, he can actually design mm-hmm. and has a really interesting point of view as far as like sort of like a, a democratization of fashion and that like fashion for everybody, mm-hmm. but everybody at different levels. You know, yeah. like, okay, if you want to buy a bag, you could get in at 150. Mm-hmm. But then if you want to buy an outfit, like there's other levels that you can get in, but it's still like on it's the not l- other expensive levels. Right. 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 Because his clothes spend, are so good, but I'm like, oh. Right. If you want to spend three something, four <laughs> something, you could get in and you can get your items. Mm. But he can actually design and has a point of view and you know his clothes without there being like a logo on them. Mm. But then other designers also too, like Christopher John Rogers. Um, I I hated that Target collection, but (laughs) you didn't. I wanted to uh, love it so bad. My dumbass went the day it dropped, and I was like, "This shit is horrible." Like, you know, it's a thing when you're doing those things. Some people will go crazy and love it, and I saw it on some people and it looked good. But like, but it depends on what you were looking for from that designer. I was looking for runway shit. (laughs) I was looking for the shit that I cannot afford. Like, no, but it was so completely. Different that I was like, oh no! This I think the thing is that what kept it, away. what it kept was... it, what kept it in synergy with what he does, and that it was strong in color. But yeah. if you wanted like, oh, his tailoring or corsets, that, that wasn't, wasn't there. That. Mm. So that that you know they did what they could do at that price point, Come on, which yeah. was his color. That's like his signature yeah. using color. So yeah. I just like designers that you know, like if you saw somebody walking down the street, you'd be like, they probably got on so and so. You don't got to. Te- you know, peeking right. the tag. Right. But it's all about individuality and saying what you want to say. Yeah. You know, what is what are you about? Yeah. I mean, I just hope I there like is a, a legitimate changing of the guard and not just saying, like, oh, we're going to back you and, and we'll give you money for this and the resources, but, like, actually putting black designers in positions of, mm-hmm. positions oh, of power. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, think it will, I, I think it's will be, I think it's definitely coming. I mean, you know, when we see Virgil when he was at Louis Vuitton, like, that was, you know, like, that broke... A lot For of ground. Sure. You know, even no matter what people thought of him and his work, still him being at that company at that height. Yeah. And yeah. the people that he brought in with him changed a lot of things, you know, as far as what companies feel could work for them right. and Absolutely. can make them money because at the end of the day that's the most they, yeah. like they're like okay you, I'm bringing this black designer for optics but if you keep in that register right 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 blinging, yeah. he's like if you we know, in the green right. then we need to stay this way and right. if you've seen any of his releases his clothes sold you know yeah. he was speaking to a customer that wanted to buy what he made yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure and especially like black female designers like I feel like I'm not seeing enough women black women at that height in terms of there are great ones they just are you know like sort of like still bubbling under there's grace wells bonner in london she has like an adidas collab that often comes like each season they make Mm -hmm. like items from her and those are really great items like they're like really if you like adidas they they have the traditional like adidas elements but the colors are really cool the fabrics are really cool and then there's one black uh woman also overseas um martine rose and she mm. makes amazing menswear. She does. Like, really, really dope name. items. Mm. So, you know, it. but there hasn't been so many right. in America. But I like Hanifa mm. in D.C. She's a D.C., yeah. Um, I'm trying to go to one of her shows. Things. I feel yeah. like I should be on the list. Hanifa, what's up if you're listening, girl? 
Gotta have the Baltimore girls in now. Right. I look. Like look. We, could, we, could, we could do that. She had like, a show a couple months ago, and I was like looking at the people who were posting. I was like, damn, I want to be there and see these pieces. Because she did something really, really dope in the beginning of the pandemic where she introduced a show that had the models walking, but I guess it was green screen. Virtual fashion show. Yeah. And I mean, of course, people going, you know, copy and mimic, but. That was just such a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. And to see black bodies in those, like you could tell the women that were wearing these clothes right. were black kind of she has thing. A great, she has a great line. I mean, and she's really making great pieces. There was a piece that she just posted the other day and it's just like this. That's in it. Like a strapless out. dress. And I was like, yeah, that yellow woman. one. Yeah, I was I like, anybody would want like that. That dress season, is fat. I wanted the pink one with the frills. And mm-hmm. I actually, it's like a knit situation. Yeah. That shit is sold out. And it's not cheap. Right. You know? But she's showing that there's a market. There's people who are yeah. like wanting things from this perspective. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is that eventually a company will be like, oh, we see her doing this and she's building this business. She could do it for us. Yeah. Bring her, her I just hope it's sooner than later. So do I. So we have our ending show questions. Okay. Uh, what would you tell your younger self? Um, I would tell my younger self to keep going and to just be more of a pest with people. Like, going after what mm. you want. Like, annoy them until they tell you you could do it. Mm. You know, sometimes I feel like sometimes when you know you can do something and you know you do it well, like, you will take, like, the first no or the first, like, ignoring. And I was like, oh, okay, like, all right, like, I'm just, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I know I could do this. I feel like sometimes people who aren't that talented don't know. So they just be, like, going after, going just, after, yeah. and they will get through because they're just persistent right. on this mm-hmm. thing. Um but they don't often have they have the like sort of like an unfounded confidence, and they will just you know go after what they want, and it'll break down some doors easier, faster. Mm. I can I can actually think of people. All like oh, right, <laughs> right now. And then final question is: What do you know for sure? What I know for sure is that black people are resilient. Very true. And they will always, no matter what the limitations are, whatever the restrictions, they will sort of find their way around it to the light. You know, so that's one thing that I certainly know for sure. And I find like affirming as well to see, you know, people um, being, you know, dealing with so many things and having so many cards dealt against them, but still like showing through their brilliance and ingenuity, you know, that I have a reason for being here. Mm. In Black History Month, Black History Month, Black History Month, yes. I love that. I love it too. Because yeah. you know, one thing Black people gonna do is we gonna dress Hello. through anything, anything. Because we always gotta look our best. No budgets, budgets I ain't gonna look, through, look like what I've been through now. Okay. Right? Exactly. Can you imagine? Right? Your grandma. But I thought of that me. recently too, and that like in a little bit of. Black people's, like, love of dressing and putting on their best, not only is it built up in the church system, Uh but also through racism. Yes. In that, okay, I don't want to be perceived. I'm Mm -hmm. already being perceived as less than. So let me show you through my clothes that I'm better than. Mm. Um, So it's like a sort of like a reaction, like a knee-jerk reaction to that. Like, oh, I can't be going out the house looking crazy. Right, because you already think of me in one way. So I go to the store, you're going to be looking at me as like, oh, she... In no. black families, they always say you are representation. Don't em- the, or my mother would say this. My grandmother, don't be embarrassing me. Like what right. I'm doing got yeah. to do with you. Right. But yeah. absolutely, every black kid knows does. you ain't yeah. going out the house with your head looking like that. Yeah. Right. You better get in there and right. comb well, it up and you better. Know what? You know? That's sometimes why. And I listen. I y'all know me. I always see two sides of a coin. But when people think like, and yes, professionalism is rooted in whiteness. But yeah. I think there is something to be said about. Just whatever your best, it can be sweatpants, but like just make sure they're clean. Yeah. Like it doesn't, yeah. everything doesn't have to be like this big fight and like fuck the system. It's like, no, just fucking go look nice. Like, especially right. if it's a specific place, like you go on a dinner and they require a suit jacket, just like it's fine. And if you want to wear the sweats with a suit jacket, that's fine. Well, but you long probably to... can't get, you can't get it because there's literally, <laughs> you like, no, might. You it depends on how you wear it. No, they won't. <laughs> like, Metro's will not let you in. Metro didn't let me in. I'm a woman with sweatpants. So oh, wow. Like, they do not let you in. But certain things, things it's like just it's okay to dress for like the that. yeah dress for just the occasion go somewhere else I don't re- I don't respect <laughs> I respect places like that as long as the rules apply to everyone, everyone. Mm-hmm. absolutely yes I was about to say cuz all completely that line across the, across the board yeah 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 cuz you can't board. let the white man in here with fucking right. khaki white pants khaki pants on no, and, and a t-shirt he going to have on his Sperry's and yeah. his yeah. Um, 
sneaker videos, pants. people are like, you wouldn't let me in the sneakers, and they got sneakers right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And that's definitely one of the yeah, be looking at everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, across yeah. the board. Um, where can people find you? Um, on Instagram at Shannon L. Stokes, um, which is more like more about my work and then like in the stories, silliness and you know, <laughs> fun. Um, and then on Twitter, uh, at Shannon underscore sense. And that's <laughs> the Twitter is really where you need to go yeah, to. Yeah, that's the really like the madness. <laughs> like, you know, Twitter is a whole other animal. You Ooh. know, I just try to like pick my battles. That's my main thing with that's Twitter. And if he picked you for the battle, my lord, he <laughs> gonna come. He, he gonna go to his fashion encyclopedias and read. Well, this is what I would say: is that like I, you know, like there's certain things where you just like people have dumb opinions, and you're just like, okay, go ahead, be blessed with that dumb opinion. But yeah. there's certain things, especially when it comes to fashion and black people, that I will try to push back against wrong opinions of, of, as far as the fashion business because I don't want people to take these certain things as gospel mm-hmm. and then go into work situations saying, saying well, I know the way y'all be doing this, da da da, and be totally wrong. Yeah. So that's the situations where I try. There's a lot of racism in the business, mm-hmm. but everything that gets called out is not for that reason. There's like blind spots and people working on. On things and it's not always malicious yeah. um, it's often because not enough pe- black people are in the room mm-hmm. to make yeah. that decision um, or sometimes black people are designing things that you may not like mm-hmm. or creating things that you may not like and even if it's in a white publication it's not be- that's just what they wanted to do mm-hmm. um, so I think that there's a lot of different decisions and a lot of th- different things happen and more often the situation is addressed more with nuance than just like painting everything with a broad brush. Yeah. So that's yeah. the thing is I don't like the misinformation about things that affect black people that will make people sort of like feel away after so they see somebody that. calling I'm it out. I'm glad you're doing the work too. Okay. <laughs> song lyrics, child. And Twitter's a weird like, place <laughs> in that people are building their followings based just off of calling out things. Yes. Yeah. And right. I think it sometimes it can be lazy and they see something and they're like, lazy. you see, that's what they be doing. Yeah. A, you know, and it's right. not always that. Right. Right. Sometimes, yes, there's blatant things that need to be called out. But sometimes people are just building up their audience in the habit of calling things out and and people just loving to pile on that because most likely this is what they think it is. Mm-hmm. But often the reality is something different. Yeah. yeah. So that's what the, a lot of the Twitter battles be about. But a lot of times nonsense, you know, on there. <laughs> it's a good time on Twitter. That's it where is. everything happens first. Everything. Yeah. That's yeah. breaking news. Yes. It does. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the quote, um, actually, there's going to be a series of quotes from Alex L. And it, it is is three things I'm learning to accept. Um, and this one is, I'm learning to accept that I can't love people into their full potential. It doesn't matter how much love, it, sorry, it doesn't matter how much we value, support, and want the best for a person if they aren't ready to change, heal, or grow. Things will stay the same. This doesn't mean love people less. It's an invitation to love people. No matter, like hmm? no matter what. No matter what. No matter what. Teach them. Thank you so much, Shannon. Thank a pleasure. You, it was yes. fun. Thank you. You taught me. Look. <laughs> Not to, I've right. Look, that's why I got to follow him on Twitter. Get all of the, the knowledge he has. Have some fun on Twitter. It's a really great place. It really is. It's tragic and awesome at the same time. Oh, yeah. Same time. You often see duality. it. One, one behind each other. Right, literally. One <laughs> right yeah. at, like, one damn. after the next. Let me respond to this one, too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys.